0: Cleveland Schmooze is sponsored by the Cleveland Jewish News. Get the latest news and information from the Cleveland Jewish News delivered right to your inbox. Choose from breaking news, daily headlines, community lifecycle notices, arts, events, highlights, and more with our free e-newsletters. Sign up now at cjn.org slash e-signup. Welcome to Cleveland Schmooze, a bi-weekly podcast about the people who make up Jewish Cleveland. We are your hosts, Rachel Rude and Robin Rude. This week, we're talking with Dahlia Fisher, Director of External Relations at the Malz Museum of Jewish Heritage. She's also a writer
1: who wrote a children's book in coordination with the museum called Ari and Abigail's Passport to Israel, which goes along with their new exhibit,
0: Israel Then and Now. We sat down with Dahlia at her office at the Maltz Museum in Beechwood. Dahlia Fisher, thank you so much for coming on Cleveland Shmooze.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you.
0: We start every episode by asking a little bit about your own Jewish background. Just tell us a little bit about, you know, growing up.
2: I'm not from Cleveland, mm-hmm. but um, I'm really proud that this is my home now. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a incredible place in Columbia, Maryland, mm-hmm. and my parents are both immigrants to this country. Uh, and my mother's born Hungarian and my father's born 1933 pre-Israel, hmm. and I was raised um, among a lot of Israelis and um, created sort of a family of other uh, immigrants mm-hmm. because our family wasn't here yeah. in the United States for the most part, mm-hmm. certainly not in Columbia, Maryland. So I grew up with music and Hebrew and arts and culture were a really important part of our upbringing, but I didn't grow up in a traditional American Jewish way mm-hmm. that involved uh, going to synagogue, celebrating bar and bat mitzvahs in the same mm-hmm. way that my friends were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just always music in the house and it was usually Israeli music. Mm -hmm. So our lives were filled with color. That's Mm -hmm. the only way I can describe it. I had a very colorful upbringing.
0: So we should definitely talk about the children's book that you wrote for uh, the museum, for this exhibit, in, in collaboration with this exhibit, Israel Then and Now. Do you want to... Start by telling us a little bit about it.
2: Sure. I would say this is definitely one of my career highlights. Yeah. I think this was (laughs) so fun and so cool to be part of. I mean, I'm a writer and I write and I write children's books and um, I've written plays and I'm working on a novel now. Ooh. Um, I'm so excited. Um, So Ari and Abigail's Passport to Israel is to me... um, so fun because of my personal journey to israel and mm-hmm. also um the excitement when i think about my own children traveling to israel um have they been they have not been mm-hmm. and we really hope that my middle son will be bar mitzvahed uh, at the wall oh, That's my nice. dream is actually that i have this fantasy that he'll be uh, bar mitzvah uh, in a very traditional mm-hmm. uh, men's side of the wall with his uncle and his cousins mm-hmm. oh. and, and where uh, will you be you know it doesn't matter oh you doesn't it doesn't, not, it doesn't not, matter I have this stuff. fantasy of like um of of thejor le le from generation to generation mm-hmm. that there's something rich in him that he'll pass I, mm-hmm. I don't know I, I don't even know where it comes from it's like but i mm-hmm. I have this we actually did
1: uh her sister got mitzvah uh through a federation this family oh. trip and all the kids were bar mitzvah there was a group of them and we went to Masada
2: yeah I don't know I mean I'm like I think of myself like as a diehard you know feminist Mm -hmm. Um, but there's something about um, the idea that my son can be part of something so old Mm -hmm. Um,
0: so getting back to your children's book yeah um, so can you tell us a little bit about sort of what the story is and how it's
2: being used in the exhibit Sure, so the story of Ari and Abigail's Passport to Israel is about a brother and sister who are going to take their first great big adventure overseas to Israel Um, Abigail is really excited to go and she's going to get a passport and she's going to get a stamp and she gets to travel and pack and she's so excited (laughs) and Ari is freaking out he is really nervous (laughs) about his journey Um, and she helps him along the way And once they arrive, they start exploring the then and now of Israel. Um, They go to a kibbutz where their grandparents had lived, and they um, talk about immigration, and they talk about, um, they explore what it means to learn a new language and the complexities of being someone somewhere new and having to explore on your own, and survive on your own in a new country Um, and while Abigail says that sounds awesome I'm ready to move right now I'll eat falafel every day Mm -hmm. Um, Ari says wow that sounds really hard and he has a lot of empathy for the idea of moving and having to learn a new language and find a new home and find Mm -hmm. out where the bus stop is and all those things and then they move into the now with the new ideas like there are new foods and there are new languages and there are new ways of travel and there's new music And there's also new ideas, and we explore, um, as a reflection of what's in the Maltz Museums Israel Than and Now exhibition, we explore um, the challenges and opportunities component of um, the Startup Nation, and this idea of new ideas and being able to take risks, and um, what would Ari dream for if he could build the kind of world he wanted to, if he was able to... Build a new society, and so he, you know, wishes for all the things you'd want your son to wish for, uh, you know, peace and no hunger and shelter that everyone would live in peace together. And as they make their way to the hotel, and they're able um, together, (laughs) uh, side by side, in this book, um, to say their prayers and tuck a prayer into the wall. He his wish to God is that people everywhere can live in peace, and he takes that with him. Very grateful for his and her experience traveling overseas, and glad that they went to Israel and waving their flag with tremendous pride. Hmm. What is the age
1: range this book is geared for?
2: Um, the book is really I want to say it's you know um, probably kindergarten first through second. Third, because um, there's no parents in this book. Nah. <laughs> no, there's no parents in the book.
0: Israel is a very complicated news story experience. There's a lot of things at play, there's a lot of complicated history. Did you find it tough to talk about Israel in a way that? was not necessarily excluding that history, but was also engaging for that age range of kids?
2: Um, gosh, that's such a great question, because to ignore the complexities of what's happening. You know, the book follows the story of the exhibition, so it explores subjects and ideas that maybe aren't always explored in young children's books Mm -hmm. like we touch on the kibbutz and what it means to build a new society and have to come and create your own world and live together and make meals together and build you know but Mm -hmm. no it doesn't talk about that the kibbutz movement is no longer needed and it's fading I mean there's points of subjects that are I think interesting or new for kids. Mm-hmm. Um but or that necessary. there's many
0: different cultures who live in Israel. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. There's I mean that's right. I, I didn't read the whole book. Do they meet an Israeli? Do they meet somebody who lives there? Or this is just their
2: No, this is you can walk through it if you want. <laughs> um so here, once they get off the plane, the first thing when Ari and Abigail arrive in Israel, they kiss the ground Many Jews throughout history have kissed the ground when they arrived in Israel, and Abigail knows why, because we are showing our love for the land. So within the exhibition itself, we have photos of Ethiopian Jews, for example, coming off the airplane and kissing the ground. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's an homage to what um, adults will see and understand in the exhibition, but a a child would need to know why are people bending over and and kissing the ground. Um, So... This is about why people come, right? This section is about why people come to Israel. So people from all over the world love Israel and choose to live there. It's known as one of the most immigrant-absorbing nations on earth. But Abigail does not know what that means. (laughs) So it starts to go into what is an immigrant and Mm -hmm. um, the connection between their own Safta and Saba, which is Hebrew for grandmother and grandfather. And so they have their own connection because of their grandparents to Israel, but this is their first trip. When you
1: subscribe to the Cleveland Jewish News, you receive 52 issues of the award-winning CJN and 15 total magazines, including J-Style, Canvas, and Balanced Family. Try the Cleveland Jewish News for free. Start your six-week free trial at cjn.org slash six free.
2: And then they get to go to the kibbutz, where the grandparents were from, Um, my personally, my my parents met on a oh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um when they were very young. My mother was just 17 oh. <laughs> um, and my father was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, they they get to talk about what it means to be part of that kind of environment of early Israel um, when, when everyone had to participate in building the land to make it thrive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, some say that the reason that Israel is such a tiny country with such a large stake on the NASDAQ is because of that element of um, having to survive and having to create great risk for the reward. Like, you have to solve problems. Mm -hmm. You have to create water for the desert. You have to um, figure things out on your own because Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen for you. And so, you know, I think the kibbutz is like a really cool early Israel it's iconic yeah I and not know. everyone knows even what it is anymore you know yeah. it's interesting right
1: these new generations don't know yeah you have to teach
2: them yeah but you know for me it's like it's your family history yeah it is it's a little personal <laughs> this is essentially
1: yeah. a family history yeah. book for you
2: <laughs> yeah again here like today when immigrants arrive in Israel they can go to an absorption center which is a place that helps them adjust to a new culture. Um, one of the first things they do is learn to speak Hebrew and um, so we teach the words Ahava and Shalom and in the exhibition when we have these story panels up for the story walk the kids can actually like practice writing some Hebrew words and nice. um, when I walk them through if I'm with them and I'm doing a story walk with them like I'll, I'll say like say Ahava and they say Ahava and it's really fun. <laughs> and the kids and are ahava so cute. is love. love it means yeah. love.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're having a opening or a, a
2: book launch? Launch, thank you. Um, Do you want to talk about Sunday? That? Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, so on Sunday we're having March third. Sorry, yes, March third is our official book launch. Mm-hmm. The book will be released and available for sale on Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. Really? As of March, how exciting! 1st. No, it retails for eleven ninety nine. Little piece of Israel then and now history in your own uh, library. I don't to interrupt. Is this
1: Israel then and now
2: traveling? Israel then and now is a traveling exhibition. Um, Do you know where it's going next? I don't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Is your book going to go with it and the story walk? Yeah, the curriculum, the book, the story walk, whatever anyone wants to take and go. Cool. Absolutely. And it goes to different Jewish museums across the country? It can go to any museum, anywhere. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, right now... Um, our Did it come from somewhere? No, this was a Maltz... Um, Created in it it? it. wow. It's a world premiere here in Cleveland. That's great. Oh. Um, and it's here through May 12th. And, um, yeah, there's nothing else like it. Um, there's no other... It's It's an epic story, so to speak, from the introductory film to the exhibition... Um, you know, it's the history from 2,000 years ago up mm-hmm. into modern times, so that when you come to the exhibition, it gives you, like, sort of a place to know. To, it doesn't Israel just didn't sort of appear in 1948 mm-hmm. um, when it was declared a state, so it gives you this sort of background from a 2,000-year mm-hmm. history. Um, and then it travels from in different sort of sections. There's landscapes, there's people and culture, and there's um, this really fascinating interactive section where um, Gallagher and Associates, who's, who produced the exhibition with us, they um, went to Israel and they interviewed like this cross-section of different people um, and created this um, question and answer interactive, so you can hear questions like about Israeli and American Jews' perceptions of different sorts of subjects that we grapple with as mm. Um Jews, I think, in general um and you can vote and you see how American Jews vote and how the israeli jews
1: hmm.
2: and and then there's the wall, and I think the wall is something that you know, especially for the little kids to see them like the Mandel Jewish day school mm-hmm. kids came and um, or we see them during our um, children's events and our family events. the kids know what to do with the wall, even if they haven't been to Israel it mm-hmm. is unbelievably moving I have all these pictures I can't help but take of these kids mm-hmm. where they go to the wall and they cover their faces and they they stand at the wall and you know they pray mm-hmm. and it's just this huge mural of the western wall but it's this, like depth of meaning that's like mm-hmm. really awesome and here at the museum you can write a note and put it in a lockbox and we're going to take those wishes and prayers mm-hmm. um, to the wall and have them put in the book for people that's
0: That's nice nice. um what you said the proceeds from the book go where to the museum wonderful well you know you've given us a great look at and insight into this exhibit and into your your story that you wrote for the exhibit and for the museum and i just want to thank you for joining
2: us today i am so grateful that you took interest in this and i hope that um hope that I get to see you again. And again. I hope everyone comes to see the exhibit and go yes. our store story walk with their kids.
0: Wonderful. Thanks for listening to Cleveland Schmooze, a podcast produced by Rachel and Robin Rood. Tune in every other Friday to get the latest episode in your podcast feed. You can also find an archive of our episodes at our website, clevelandschmooze.com. And feel free to share any comments or suggestions to our email, clevelandschmooze at gmail.com. That schmooze spelled S-C-H. That schmooze spelled schmooze. (laughs) Perfect. (sighs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.